Hello again, this is Paul Abraham speaking to you from London with the 16th episode of Learn Jazz Piano. My website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and my email address is music at paulabrahams.com Please continue to email me with your questions and comments and all reviews on iTunes are much appreciated. I find it very encouraging to see that this is now a featured podcast on page two of the music um, iTunes site and uh, that means that people are listening which is great. Episode 14 was about rhythm changes. Episode 15 took you through tritone substitutes and now in this episode I'm returning to rhythm changes to incorporate the tritone substitutes and various other ideas. First of all let's have a brief recap about rhythm changes. It's based on George Gershwin's I Got Rhythm. It's a 32 bar sequence AABA typical of most standards. The A section uses turnarounds 1, 6, 2, 5 which we've looked at and the bridge, the middle 8, uses a cycle or circle of fifths which we've also looked at. It's usually in the key of B flat. Now let's play a very basic version of rhythm changes. I'll take you through it. One, two, three, four. B flat, G7, C minor, F7 again. B flat, G7, C minor, F7. B flat 7, E flat, E flat minor. B flat, G7, C minor, F7. And then we do it again. So here's the first turnaround. seven E flat E flat minor C minor F B flat and the bridge starts on a D7 and takes you through the cycle of fifths one two three four D7 for two bars G7 for two bars C7 and F7 back to A as if it was the second time round. Two turnarounds, here's the second one. B flat 7, E flat, E flat minor, C minor, F, B flat. Let's have a quick look at bar 5 and bar 6 because this is where things can change depending on what tune you're playing. So bar 5 is the B flat 7, bar 6 E flat to E flat minor can sometimes be E flat to E diminished. It can also be E flat to G flat 7. So it can sound like this, B flat 7, E flat, G flat and then the turn around. One thing I've emphasised repeatedly is 
just how much you can do with a seventh chord, particularly if it moves to a one. And in a turnaround, you've got two sets of five one. Obviously, you've got F7 going to the B flat, but you've also got an internal G7 to C minor. Let's look at the F7. 1357. We've been through this before, but if you drop the 1, take away the F, you're left with A, C, E flat, which is a diminished chord, and diminished chords are minor third intervals, three semitones apart. A, C, E flat in this case. If you add another one, which would be a minor third up from the E flat to make G flat, you have an A diminished seventh. If you now bring back with your left hand the original F, you've got a flat nine. So you could either think of it as an F7 flat nine or as a substitute chord. Instead of an F7, we could call it an A diminished or a C diminished. In the same way, take the G 7th chord, G, B, D, F, take away the bottom note, B, D, F, that's a diminished, B diminished, add another minor third on top, A flat, so that's a B diminished 7th, which can be either a substitute chord for G7, or you can add the G, and now you've got a G7 flat 9. Putting those two chords together in the turnaround, it'll sound like this. There's that A flat, which is the flat 9, C minor chord, and there's the F7 flat 9, or A diminished 7th as a substitute chord, and there's the F in the bass. Let's go back to the G7th chord, and instead of a flat 9, we'll sharpen it, A-sharp there. And when we get to the F chord, instead of that flat 9 there, we'll sharpen that, and that's a G-sharp. Here's the sound. take a look at the first chord, B-flat. If you look at it as a B-flat major 7 and make it into a first inversion, so drop the B-flat and we're going to go D, F, A and C. That could be looked at as a D minor 7 or with a B-flat in the left hand it's a ninth on top of the B flat major 7. So we could substitute the D minor 7 for the B flat. So when you invert a major 7th, it becomes a minor 7th, a major 3rd up. So B flat major 7, D minor 7 work equally well. So this time I'm going to play a B flat. Instead of the G7, I'm going to play a B diminished, B diminished 7, 
keep the C minor as it is, and then I'm going to go down to the F7 of the flat 9, or the sharp 9. So let's take the first two turnarounds. This is what I'm going to play. B flat, instead of a G7, I'm going to play a B diminished 7. B, D, F, A flat, then the C minor 7. F7 with the flat 9. Now, for the second turnaround, instead of going to the B flat, I'm going to try the substitute of D minor 7. D minor 7. This is the G7 flat 9, or B diminished 7. And then C minor 7, F7 sharp 9. So there are so many variations. something else you might see in the fourth chord of this turnaround. Instead of B flat, G7, C minor, F, you might get this. B flat, G7, C minor, C sharp diminished seventh, which leads nicely to a D minor seven. at the beginning of Ain't Misbehaving. There it is, the C-sharp diminished seventh. To make sense of it, we need to go back to that principle of if you take an A-seventh, that is the fifth of, what dominant seventh of, the D, D minor in this case, and we're going to do the usual thing, knock off the A, C-sharp, E, G, B-flat. So it derives from the A7, and we've ended up with a C-sharp diminished. So instead of A7, B minor, we've gone C-sharp diminished, B minor, which is the same sort of sound. So let's try this. We've got B-flat. G7, C minor, C diminished seventh, D minor, G7, C minor, F. There's no right or wrong way to play any of this. It's all based on the basic 1625 of a turnaround, but sometimes it's dependent on what the tune dictates. And when you start improvising or comping, you've got to listen to what the other musicians are playing. So now we've reached bars five and six, and as I've said, bar six is dependent on what the tune is or what the chord sequence is in front of you. And we're gonna go for B flat, B flat seven, E flat, and we're gonna go for the G flat seven. B flat, B flat seven, G flat 7 and then back to turn around. So let's go through the whole sequence. E flat, G7, C minor. 
seven. I'm gonna put the C sharp diminished in there, D minor, B diminished, C minor. Now this is where we link all this up to the previous episode. Tritone substitution is based on a 7th chord. So you take a G7th, you take a tritone up from that G, so that's one tone, two tones, three tones, that takes us to a D flat, you make it into a 7th chord, and you substitute that for the G7. So now the G7 has become a D flat 7. In the same way, the F7, we're looking at the turnaround, up a tritone has become a B7. So let's apply that to the 1625 instead of B flat. G7, C minor, F, you've now got B flat, D flat, 7, C minor 7, B7. I'll do that again. substituting the B flat major 7 with a D minor 7 then we've got a nice rundown grammatically B minor 7 D flat 7 C minor 7 B7 it can make more harmonic sense if you take that tritone substitute, say the D flat 7, and then flatten the 5th, because that flat 5, which is a G, connects very well with the original G chord. So you might see that written just as a G alt ALT, which is really just a mixture of the G7 with its tritone substitute or some of the notes from it. I'm just going to suggest one more possible change in the A section, and this is at bar 5, when you play the B flat 7 for a bar. Now what you could do is split that bar up into two chords, one F minor 7 acting as a 2, and the second half of the bar B flat 7. Now that's leading to the E-flat in the following bar. So what you have here is 2, 5, 1, instead of just a B-flat for a whole bar, and then the E-flat. Some of these things you can just do without consulting the bass player or whatever's on the play-along track because you're still just dealing with a 1, 6, 2, 5 and then this B flat 7 going to the E flat and so on. If you choose to put in these extras, it's 
nearly always okay. The only times that it's not is when you get to this bar six, E flat, and it might be E flat minor, E flat, and it might be E diminished, E flat, and it might be G flat seventh. So you need to take a note of what's going on in the piece for those options. Now it's time to move on to the B section, the eight bars bridge. And as we've said, it's just a circle of fifths moving from the D7 for two bars, G7 for two bars, C7 for two bars, and F7 for two bars. Now, what if we applied the 2-5 idea that we were just talking about? In other words, instead of having a whole two bars of D7, 1, 2, 3, 4, 2, 2, 3, 4, how about the first bar being the 2 of that 5, 2 of that D7? So if you think of the D7 as a 5, the 2 would be an A minor. So now we've got A minor 7 for 2 bars, D7 for 2 bars. Make that D7 into a D minor. D minor to G7. Now G minor 7 to C7. C minor 7 to F7. So all we've done is the first of each two bars is a two, and as you know, a two chord is always a minor. So let's do that one more time. We're going to start with an A minor seven for a bar going to a D seven. Make that into a new two, D minor seven to the G seven. The new two is G minor seven to C seven. The new two, C minor seven to F7 and we're back to the A section and by doing that it just gives you more options harmonically one two three four So let's run the whole sequence again and you just decide which of the options you want to take for the turnaround and when we get to bar 5 I'm going to do the F minor 7 to the B flat 7, bar 6 E flat to A flat 7. Here we go. 1, 2, 3, 4.
In episode 14, the first part of Rhythm Changes, we spoke a little about improvising on this sequence. And what I said is that you could get away with, for the most part of A, the pentatonic with some flat 3. And just be careful when you get to the B flat 7 bar into the E flat bar, because then you need to emphasize the actual chords. One, two, three. Hopefully, when I went to the B flat seven, I made sure that, that third came out, and when I went to the E flat, the G came out. And if you're playing that A flat seven, again the third would bring the harmony out. In the bridge you could do all the seventh tricks that we've talked about in the past. Again, you could just use the pentatonic for each chord. D7, G7, C7, F7, and so on. Returning to the A section, the other way to approach it is looking more vertically and finding particularly the third of each chord and the seven and sometimes the flat nine in a seventh chord. One, two, three. It's up to you to dig out some tunes that are based on rhythm changes. Olio's A Good One by Sonny Rollins, or The Theme uh, by Miles Davis. There's uh, Anthropology, Charlie Parker. And see if you can get hold of some play-alongs. Jamie Abersol's done various rhythm changes play-alongs. And um, listen to people like um, Sonny Rollins and the rest of them um, playing round rhythm changes just to see what kind of lines they play.
we'll leave it there for today. I think that's quite a lot of information to take in, but don't be overwhelmed by it. As I say, basically, it's a very simple sequence, and the reason why jazz players enjoy the sequence is that you can do so much to it. There's a lot of possibilities, and partly it's about listening to what's going on around you. So good luck with that, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.